0: Tremendous
1: looking trophy. Welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blunt. Joining me, as always, Ashley me Hey John, excited
0: to be here and excited for the word integrate to be used more often in the next 12 months. I'm
1: going to integrate it into my vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it, solved it. Uh, yeah. So in the trophy cabinet this week, bronze trophy for Kenna. Kenna getting a amazing new trailer. A silver trophy for what Ash was hinting at Final Fantasy Remake gets another episode by way of Integrate, what a great name that is, and a gold trophy for the State of Playoff, which all that's from, that's what we're going to be talking about in a hot minute. Firstly, though, episode 199, you're here, you're listening, you're watching it, whatever. Uh, Episode 200 (coughs) next week, so official lock in details of episode 200 next week is twitch.tv slash Explosion Network. We're doing it live. We made the jokes about that last week. We won't be repeating them. Even though Ash likes to repeat jokes and thinks they're funny the second time around. But that's fine. It's true. <laughs> it's true. They Eight. are funny. <laughs> 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Whatever that works out to be in your time, that's when we're doing it. What are we going to be talking about? Who knows? Probably some news. Probably some random shenanigans. It's going to be happening. Uh, so the show will kick off roughly around 8.30. But I'm saying start times 8 p.m. Because, of course, the first half hour is hopefully... <laughs> 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 it's hopefully going to be me getting the platinum for Death Stranding, which would make it my two hundredth platinum. In case you missed last week's episode, the plan I decided last week, and I wish i had decided to do this like a month ago. I gave myself more time <laughs> to do this, but you know, I, I never realised that I had a hundred and whatever, and I was anyway. So I started. Going to try and get Death Stranding. It'll be my 200th Platinum right before episode 200 Platinum Explosion. This chance will not arise again because there's no way I'm going to get to 300 before you. I mean, anything's possible, I guess. But I highly doubt it. This will be the only time, like, the stars fucking align. So, quick update on that. Uh, This is a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. And uh, (laughs) uh, I think I've... So, when I started my... When I booted up my save file from Death Stranding, of course, I've already beat the game. So, it's not like I've... That that would have been too much. of a, That would have been a random undertaking, and too much. But so far, is at, like forty four hours? Uh, so that, that's a rough estimate, I guess, of how long it takes to like roughly beat that stranding while fucking around a bit. My PC playthrough I did in like thirty or slightly less. So you can you can get you can get it done less. Anyway, my so far I was now up to just short of eighty hours. So I've doubled my playtime in a week. Um... And I, have still got a ways to go. I'm feeling like I will, I will be able to line it up, but I just need, I just need to commit to a few more late nights here. And I would prefer to get it lined up within the next couple days rather than waiting to just prior to the stream and then be like, I don't know how I'm going to get this done by Monday, especially if things come up or whatever. Anyway, it's going along. It's a very repetitive platinum. That's fine. We're watching movies at the same time. We're listening to podcasts. We're fucking. Watching wrestling, we're watching YouTube videos. It's it's fine. It's a perfect game for all that. So, episode two hundred next week, Twitch.tv/slash Explosion Network, eight PM kickoff, as the sports fans would say. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. That's wrong. Eight PM gates open. Pre-show, two hundredth platinum by your Australia. Eight thirty kickoff, as the sports fans would say. The official podcast episode two hundred. Join us there. Right, let's get into the the meat of the show. State of Play. There was one. They announced it last week PlayStation's like, we're doing a stoned play. I was like, that sounds great. Let's all tune in. Um, I don't, without going into the whole, did oh, they uh, not show enough good games to Twitter bullshit? Everyone's upset. Look, I'm just going to say, every time there's one of these, everyone's upset. There was a Nintendo Direct last week, people were upset. The only thing that's happened lately that people have been happy with, Pokemon show. People are like, you yeah, know, it's a new Pokemon game. Everyone's like, that's fucking exciting. This Nintendo Drake last week. I was like, no, hey, you he didn't say you didn't show the big guns. Fuck you. Thank no, give fuck. So, uh, my two cents I'd rate this a solid show. There were some exciting games. There was some really cool trailers. There was some release dates confirmed. Cool. I got to sit there. There were some games. I enjoyed watching the trailers for the games. How, how do you feel about it? Yeah, it was
0: a solid show. Like yeah. you said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, yeah, obviously there wasn't that mind blowing announcement unless you, uh, Final Fantasy set seven super fan, uh, but yeah, obviously it's February. A lot of stuff can happen between now and the end of the year. So, uh, mm. and you know, uh, sales are going well. They don't really need to buy their load this early in the year, especially when they still can't sell more PlayStation's.
1: Um, yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird. It's I, I in general, I find it weird that people get upset they're not being marketed towards correctly because you know, okay. that's what this is they why try aren't and sh- you telling me about the thing that i might buy <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's so weird they're like the, the whole point of these is to showcase games that hopefully people want to spend money on and they're like well you're not market. you're not trying can you market better so i'll spend more money or you know uh, it's weird anyway, so let's
0: go through what we're showing Talk can you market piece. better so i can i'm an R about this game for longer
1: yeah can you can you show me a, a cgi trailer for god of war 2 and then it won't come out for three years and I'll proceed to complain about it for it's supposed to come out so the Can you market <laughs> to me
0: better so I can pre-order the game now and then get upset yeah. when it doesn't hit the
1: times that it's yeah. supposed to? Take my, let me let me take, take my let money. Me. Yeah. So the showcase kicked off with Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Uh, Toys for Bod laid out new features coming to the PS5 version of the game. This includes improved graphics, frame rate, 4K 60, now adapted trigger use, activity cards, uh, transfer or save files is a thing that you are about able to do. It comes out on March 12th. Cool. 60 frames per second 4K. That's the exciting part. Adaptive trigger. Cool story. Cards. Cool story. Uh, if you haven't played it before, Crash 4 is a pretty cool game. I highly doubt I'll go back, but I, I don't
0: know. Is there a free upgrade for this one or no?
1: Um, I couldn't find a confirmation, and it's very weird what Activision is doing with some of these other things. So, so I would say no. I would say no, but who, who knows? Uh, next thing returnal so this was cool housewife gave us a brand new look at returnal which looks as creepy as ever um the the standout thing from this video i guess was that uh it kind of explained a little bit better what the game is and it wasn't just a moody uh well it's a third person shooter but also here's some weird shit going on like no one really knows what this game's about anymore i thought between this and a story i'll bring up in a second uh, presto had some questions answered so I'll loop in in a second. But between this trailer just being really cool. And then at the end, like it showed you the gameplay. You're like, the gameplay looks sick. Look at these fucking monsters that they're, they're shooting and destroy. This is, this is, this is cool. Are we not in this? They're like, Oh yeah, you'll die. Don't worry. You'll, you'll come back. So, you know, everyone's like, cool. It's a, it's a road or whatever. Exciting. But then there's a part towards the end of the trailer where they're also like, okay, well there's, uh, this game is heavily narrative leading as well as all this other stuff. And that does mean that you'll enter your childhood home or your house or something like that and it goes into first person in these segments because Hmm. horror stuff has to be in first person to be creepy now. (laughs) I guess that's the explanation for that or whatever. But yeah, what what do you think of this? Are you you more keen for this, less keen? How how are you feeling about Returnal?
0: I mean, it looks good. I just don't think it's a game for me because of the creepy factor. Uh, But, you know, uh, hopefully this is a big success for Park. Uh, yeah. It it looks interesting, and uh, you know, hopefully it it gets a bit more buzz in the next couple of months.
1: You think you can handle the creepy factor? Like it's it's not a proper horror game. Like it's it's meant to be creepy, I guess. But
0: I don't know. Yeah, it kind of looks like a creepy Souls game to a certain degree.
1: What? Come on. It's 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 Hades, but it, it's just too person, dark. But yeah. Hit that, <laughs> put that brightness up. Give us <laughs> well, some daylight. <laughs> Scary to over here no uh, yeah it looks great can't wait it's exciting so i'm just going to loop in uh shannon o start. wrote article title we spoke to house mark about ps5 exclusive channel, and here's everything we learned i'm just going to rush through i suggest reading the whole thing because of course uh key standouts they've laid out in this thing here is permanent abilities will help you move to new areas. so yes like most roguelites likes whatever combination of two genres uh you will get in the in the gameplay over here they seem to show things that were like uh, limited that run before you die power-ups but you'll also be able to get up abilities and upgrades that stick with you throughout the game so it's definitely going to have that thing where you push through several levels or whatever you get to like maybe near the first boss or something you find an upgrade increases your health increases increases your overall ability power increases your overall gun power damage or something and it's like of course that helps you on your, your next run your next run your next run so that's cool Glad it has that. That's that's good to confirm. Um, it is going to have first-person gameplay stuff that we've seen in the trailer, but also you're, you're in first-person when you're inside your ship. I don't really know what, you, what you're doing in a ship. Um, they don't really go into it too much, but you are able to explore your ship. Um, H- Housemark and this this got picked up by several other articles and stuff about it when they was asking about the, the price point. Housepark has kind of stuck to it and gone, we're developing, this is like our most AAA game. It is a AAA game. We've put a lot of effort, time. We think this is worth the price tag um and that's why they're sticking to it now of course i feel like if this was last generation people would have been like cool you're selling it at 99.99 or whatever australian rp is and everyone would be like cool no that's exciting but of course the, the price increase now means this is a 125 australian game and i feel like that that slight increase between 25 25 increase which means that maybe jb hi-fi and these places are selling it on launch day at that hundred dollars could turn people off compared to when the rp is 100 and jb selling it for 69 launch day and everyone's like yeah fuck." there's something about that price point a lot of more i feel like you know a lot more people are willing to just kind of grab a games more willy-nilly whereas if it's now the the, the decreased price that jb and these places may do is going to be around a hundred dollars or whatever down from 125 so i don't know we'll see it I, i'm not saying like maybe i'm not saying the game isn't worth it but It's definitely this Given the way the price is, it's just yeah. You get away for a God of War, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, these games just, yeah. that people know, it's,
0: it's
1: a new IP. It's
0: another barrier to entry. Yeah, you know? it's
1: like it's a new IP from a, a a developer that most people consider to be indie arcade developers. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to say the game's not worth the money because I've played it, but definitely hard to not go. I hope that works out well for you, but we'll see. Um, they did confirm it's procedurally generated so uh, the gungeon encounter enemies you face upgrades that you come across and i presume they mean the I th- i'm saying the upgrades that last with you throughout that run uh will all be procedurally generated so that uh and that the, they said that at the end of each biome a boss battle will be waiting for you before you can move on to the next area uh, which is then permanently unlocked so uh, the quote here is the enemies in the game are crazy. Everything in the game is alien and everything, every biome has new enemies for you to meet as well as familiar faces that you may have seen that have evolved in future biomes. We've really used our amazing house mark. particles effect to extreme. We've got really different bosses that are extreme in terms of different varieties. Uh, So I think it's interesting that they've said it'll uh, unlock because that means unlike obviously the the latest comparison would be like Hades because it's the, the road light that everyone's played the most recently. Sledge Networks Game of the Year 2020. Um, that you have to beat the bosses every time. That's part of the story, obviously. But this is you struggle to get to the boss, overcome the boss, and that seems that maybe that's your new starting point, or you'll at least be able to skip the boss room, even if you have to start from scratch or something. So um, interesting, nonetheless. Uh, they said they did confirm that they're bringing post-lock content, and um, they also spoke about how they. Using the PS5 to its full potential, which of course makes sense because the game looks kind of nuts. It looks really good and it looks like it has a fuck ton of particle effects and everything happening in, around you at all stages and stuff exploding and whatnot. So um, hopefully it does run well because it does look like it would run like shit on the PS4, to be honest. So that's cool. Uh, so, next thing in the state of play it was Knockout City. This is something that we saw last week, or well, by the time this is out two weeks ago, uh, in the Nintendo Switch Direct. Whatever that was called, just Nintendo Direct. Uh, they showed yeah. it off there, showed it off here in the PlayStation thing, confirmed. Crossplay is for it. Sign up a crossplay beta is apparently coming soon. We spoke about Narco Couch. Neither of us are particularly excited. It's basically a Dodgeball Battle Arena game. It could be cool. I honestly think this trailer was better than the Nintendo one because this one showed a little bit more of the Dodgeball y aspect stuff of it. Like people, I don't know. I felt like this trailer was better than the Nintendo one, but I don't know. It could just be because I've seen it before and this one stood out. But uh, Then we had Sifu. So this this was a really cool trailer, um, and I'm really intrigued by it, but I'm also kind of scared. So this is from <laughs> Slowca- Slow Clap, the developers of Absolver, which came out in 2017, I think it would have been, or something like that, or maybe like early 2018. No, it would have been like 2017, I think. Um, yeah. So uh, Absolver was a sort of hybrid open world game where you could come across other players and this sort of thing. And there was NPCs and it was, it was, it was a really interesting combination of ideas, but it it's, it was basically like playing a uh, like street fighter or Tekken, or, you know, like a fighting game, but in third person, like it was heavily reliant on, and I don't just mean like pressing counter at the right time. It was heavily reliant on sort of combo type moves and, this thing to be good at the game and, pe- and people who are good at the game could just beat the shit out of if you if you came across them like i wasn't particularly very good at the game um got to the i think i got to the end but then i there was like extra boss fights or stuff and i could i couldn't even come close to attempting to do them so this looks to be continuing the same gameplay mechanics and style i guess they built up in absolver and they're now taking it to this game called sifu uh i could be wrong maybe it's not the game same mechanics but i think it would make sense given given they you know the team that did absolver is now doing a game where it looks like you're fighting a bunch of people <laughs> there's no weapons it's just hand-to-hand combat very cool trailer though uh when i was watching the state of play as soon as we got to the hallway fight scene i just tweeted that the old boy hallway hallway fight scene because i was like oh they, there you go there's the yeah daredevil. well yeah. see i always think of the old boy pe- <laughs> people who haven't seen old boy and saw daredevil first i always think of daredevil but i'm just not to be a fucking hipster but Oh, the Raid. Or the Raid, I guess. But the Raid's fight's different. The Daredevil, Daredevil ripped off Old Boy. The Raid's fight was also kind of ripped off in Daredevil. Daredevil, look, I like Daredevil Season 1, but Daredevil Season 1 is literally like a bunch of action directors going, here's all the movies we've liked for the last couple of years that uh, have subtitles, so people probably haven't watched them. Let's put all their fight scenes. And they, they do twists or whatever, but you can tell that was obviously inspired. And a lot of them have talked about being Anyway. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that. trailer obviously looks to be inspired by those things too, to a degree. So very cool trailer. What what do you think of this one?
0: Yeah, this looks really good. Um like pretty I liked Observer, but I obviously didn't get very far in it. Uh so this looks like yeah, like you'd said, like a lot of another game in this is Spiritual Successor to uh the previous game, this game they've got actual faces. Uh so you know that's a plus.
1: Step uh, up. That's the power of the PS5 Ash.
0: PS five, you can add faces easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah it looks good as long as it's got like an interesting story and you know it's fun to play uh yeah it look, it, i'm excited about this one uh
1: the next thing was solar ash so this was a gameplay uh trailer we've seen some cinematic type trailers for this before of course this is the follow-up to hyper Light drifter uh has similar sort of feel and, and stuff to it i guess um i'm like middling on this at the moment to to the and maybe it's because I've already played, like, The Pathless and stuff recently. Yeah. So, I'm like, oh, no, this 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 looks very similar. And I know that, obviously, no one ripped off one another. It's just, like, similar ideas and stuff because yeah. they were in development at the, the same, roughly the same time or throughout the same time. So, um, I'm intrigued, but I wouldn't say I was blown away. And, I, I yeah, I'm putting a lot of that on having played The Pathless and being like, mm, I don't know. I just played this. I just platinum this. So, H- how do you feel about this one? Yeah,
0: it looks pretty, but yeah, like you said, uh, obviously we've had Pathless recently and another a few other different movement-based games. So yeah, mm. uh, well, more of a wait and see on this one. I've never played Hyper Life Drifter, so
1: yeah, this one definitely seems a lot more in depth with it. Like it's got a lot more mechanics than the Pathless did. Seems mm. to have like more uh, it's, it's got a proper combat obviously you can actually attack enemies and stuff in this game so it's not exactly a pathless but it's hard to not look at a game where people are sort of flying across the ground running into like beads or what you know like it, there's just a lot that's going to ring true for people who've played the pathless recently uh so yeah i'll, I'll get more intrigued. hopefully we'll see more something that can excite me a bit more but for people i haven't played the pathless maybe <laughs> that's a bit more exciting i, I, I don't know the next game was Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. This was a weird and creepy trailer. Basically, I guess the setup for the so I've never played Five Nights at Freddy's. I expect you've never played a fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. uh The setup for this game is you're stepping out of the security office. I guess like so, all the Five Nights at Freddy's games are you're you're in a security office and. You flick it between the cameras and whatever, all that sort of stuff. Now, now doesn't you, seem like a good idea. No, yeah, so in, in this, there <laughs> never works out because I think you die a lot in those games. So the, the, the monsters, whatever they are, the creatures, the fucking animals—they they usually break yeah. in and kill you. What anyway? In this one, you you walk around the actual mole, and I guess old animals are trying to. I, I don't want to call this a quote unquote proper proper horror game, but I guess that's the easiest way to describe what this looks like. It's a it's a you're actually walking around, hiding, exploring. I, I don't know. Uh, I would expect you don't care. <laughs> Is that... The- Pass. Pass. Yes, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm unsurprised. Uh, next thing was Old World Soulstorm. Uh, another trailer, another <laughs> Old World trailer. Uh, this one was a gameplay walkthrough, I guess, by uh, Lauren Lenning. Uh, and the big reveal at the end was that it's coming to playstation plus in april it'll be free for ps5 players on day of release so that is cool but again i know it sounds like i'm shooting on this game every time it, we talk about it in the State of play i'm not shooting on it i just don't care and i don't know how to say that without it so- <laughs> sounding so mean but you know like I honestly just can't like i tried to play the abe i've probably said this before but i tried to play abe's odyssey as a kid on ps1 and it just frustrated the shit out of me i have no good memories about it i there's nothing about this that can excite me it literally just makes me think about all the times i got super frustrated playing the the ps1 the ver- game the original one so no I, I i i don't know it's free so maybe i could boot it up and give it a go but i definitely wouldn't have been getting excited for this and like seeking a review code or <laughs> buying it or anything like that. So how, how do you feel about how you feel about old world?
0: I mean, yeah, it looks interesting enough. I've never gotten into the old world series, but you know, it looks very pretty and it looks like they have put a lot of work and like, sorry behind it. So yeah, it's probably the most likely one to, for me to pick up down the line. Well, it's free. So that helps. That, that helps. Is a, a, <laughs> it removes a massive barrier to entry. So yes, that does help. Uh, but yeah, that that is an interesting
1: choice that I don't think we've seen many. What, go single free? player, PlayStation Plus launch. I, yeah. I presume that's PlayStation coming to and be like, hey, law and like hey, yeah, we'll give you here's the x amount of dollars, here's a bucket of money. <laughs> is that enough to put on PlayStation Plus? And again, I don't, we don't see the numbers to see why yeah, that we don't w- know why that's a business decision that they would want to make. But I guess. They have they there must be, you know, stats to
0: Something. to back
1: up. Well no now that I see, I hadn't thought of many
0: business uh many single player games. Obviously Bug Snacks was the first PS plus game. I assume that re- must have done reasonably well elsewhere. Like people obviously uh couldn't pick it up <laughs> because they didn't have a PS five, but It's on PS4 uh, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh but no. People on the other system and only on PC probably picked it up somewhere else. So
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. Bugs nice. You know, so. yeah.
0: Good good publicity, I guess. Day one, everybody's playing Oddworld.
1: Yeah, well, get I all guess those maybe, FOMO
0: people like Kieran.
1: Yeah, maybe that is why. Maybe there's just a simple like cause effect of if we give away a game on PlayStation Plus as a single player game, but it gets so many people like. Trying it out and then that leads to more. People so many people trying free, it out, so free many publicity. People streaming it
0: because it's easy. Yeah. yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah.
1: It's literally free publicity. And then you've got
0: the guaranteed money as well.
1: Yeah. And then maybe people that don't even buy it on PlayStation that but they're happy to because it leads to other people buying it on PC or, or or wherever. Anyway, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh next thing was obviously, it's my pick of the show, obviously. I feel like There's no way around this. So Canna Bridge of Spirits got a awesome fucking trailer. Amazing. Beautiful, stunning. I can't wait to play it. This is definitely, you know, hot top of my most anticipated games of 2021, I feel like, at this point. Uh disappointingly, but you know. Gotta do what you gotta do. The, the release dates got pushed to August 24th. Do what you gotta do. Don't rush the game. Don't crunch. Don't yeah. rush. Get the game out good. Get out in your own time. Keep your mental health and safety priority. <laughs> number one checks. But at the same time, I feel like I can say all that and also be like thing i'm excited for i have to wait a little bit longer for but that's okay just slightly disappointed <laughs> but uh great yeah. trailer definitely looks stunning um kind of hard to believe how good it looks it's 100 it's percent a, a cuties guaranteed game i feel um i also think but it's not just like it looks great all the creatures the, the world design the different type of characters we see in the trailer because we see a few different types of cr- creatures and fantasy like things in this that we haven't really seen before but then also the gameplay where it's this i guess a combination of it seems like an old school sort of ps2 game in a lot of ways this reminds me of like a ps2 generation type thing like uh, gameplay wise and stuff uh, i think where it's you know a combination of puzzle solving and platforming and this sort of stuff but then you've got these these battles where you know going to war with this staff and you're taking on these monsters and whatnot i i am super excited for this How, how how are you feeling about this one
0: yeah, I'm very keen. Obviously, it looks gorgeous, uh, and yeah, it, it definitely feels like a little bit of a throwback too. I don't know. I don't. I. It just reminds me of like something. I can't put my finger on it, but you know.
1: the world for, for some uh, reason yeah. it reminds me of this PS2 game. It's called uh, Mark of Kree. I think it was. Even though that was like a stealth game, but for some reason, I just keep thinking about it. Well, lately, I <laughs> don't know why, <laughs> but that was PS2.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm definitely keen. Obviously, it's got the cuties in it. It's it's got. It looks like it's got fun combat. You know, strong story. So yeah, definitely on the list of must play games this year.
1: And it's ma- I not highly anticipated. Yeah. It's made by like fucking ten people or something. So I don't really, yeah. you know, it's it's crazy. It it just looks yeah. it looks so good. And I guess I don't know. Like it just it looks too good to be true to a game, but I'm hoping I'm not, you know, I hope I'm not like that. Cause it really, it really, really, really does just look really, really good. Um, but yeah, throwback, throwback sort of game, but I'm more about those throwback sort of games. It's PS2 seeming like games. Uh, next thing they showed off was Deathloop. Great trailer. But again, I, I've, th- I think this trailer was my point where I'm like, I've seen enough. I've had, I feel like we've had 20 Death, Deathloop trailers at this point, maybe more. It's in nearly every either Bethesda thing, PlayStation I mean, thing. <laughs> you know, like it's 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 everywhere. I'm really excited for it. It looks great. I liked how this trailer was basically like we've got this cool theme song that sounds like a James Bond uh, 70s Is 80s it, theme yeah. song, and I don't know that's the point. It was very cool. You did a good job with it. No, it even sounds
0: like Skyfall, but yeah,
1: really cool. Very super stylish. Loved everything. It's coming out May 21st. I just want to play it. at This stage. just it looks good. I want to play it. It looks great. Yeah. How how do you feel? Yeah, it was a good trailer. Great song.
0: I suspect we'll see more. <laughs> where though? Where, I think
1: like surely we. I don't
0: think we'll get a trailer. I think we'll probably get closer to release uh, a focused cool. state of play. Mm,
1: that would be surprising so, if they do. Here a Here are the mechanics this, but, of the game. Yeah, I, I can guarantee we'll get at least one more trailer because they'll do a launch trailer. So. There's there's at least yeah. one more trailer on the way. Here's another story trailer. Yeah. Um and then we'll get one after fucking accolades trailer or some shit anyway. Yeah. So there's at least so a how few many more this How though. many trailers do you think you got to be? There's there's, there's a feel noise I'm gonna say five more trailers. Yeah. I'm gonna say three. Three more trailers. All right. Let's see. Keep, keep your count. Uh so that was really cool. And then the last thing that ended the state of play of course was the Final Fantasy VII remake integrate uh, integrate. Yes. Intergrade. Like Square Enix. Well, actually, it's, it's pretty tame for Square Enix, I'd say. Just, you know, it's one word. There were no numbers. No numbers. <laughs> no, you know, like. Other than seven. It could have been called Final Fantasy 7 Remake 2.587 Days Integrate Holiday Edition. Also, you know, like, that would have been more in line with Square Enix. Uh, but. 60 FPS. Yeah. 4K. Edition. S- semicolon. By me. Uh fantasy well, <laughs> seven remake is coming to the PS5. So I wasn't too blown away with this because I kind of expected it. I feel like this was a no-brainer. I predicted this for the game awards or whatever, and I was surprised it wasn't there, but here we go. I was a couple months too early. Uh so let's start with the keep the integrated stuff for a second. So the upgrades to this edition is of course 4k, 60 frames, uh so you can get 4K mode. Or you can go performance mode 60 frames per second. Or maybe there's a third mode they didn't really talk about where it's it's, it's tries to meet in the middle of both worlds. Yeah, I don't yeah. really know. But that's the two modes you can pick from. That's basically the default of all games these days on the current gen consoles. Pick between one or the other. Uh and I would say pick sixty frames per second. To be honest, because there was a lot of times playing that game where there's too many enemies and stuff like that where it did seem to uh Take a bit of a take a bit of a hit. Uh, you got upgraded lighting textures, fog, other details. I think for most people, Final Fantasy VII already looked good enough uh, that most people like it was hard to notice in the comparison. It was definitely one of those comparison videos where they're showing it. it's like it looks basically the same. I think the biggest upgrade is going to be the textures. There, there was a lot of textures in the in the original release where they kind of got shafted. Like, they've, they're focused on, you know, the character models and things close up to you looking really good. But then, I you know, lots of people are pointing out on Twitter stuff where it's like, well, this thing, like, this door is fucking disgusting. <laughs> or, like, this thing off in the distance uh, looks goddamn atrocious and uh, all these sorts of things. So there's definitely going to be some noticeable upgrades for people who care. But, you know, it's not like a game that already looked... It's not like it was a game that came out three, four years ago. It literally came out a year ago. So, it's not going not gonna to blow your mind. Uh, save files will carry over you do get a free upgrade put an asterisk on that for playstation possible we'll talking about it shortly but if you own the game currently disc, digital whatever you do get a free upgrade your save files do transfer over and you will be able to continue playing final fantasy 7 uh, on that however the new content which is the integrated part of it is uh, uh, introducing goofy so that was kind of the mind-blowing cool part of the, the reveal of this. So Yuffie, in case people don't know, well, I'm not going to like, because, you know, a lot of people obviously haven't played Final Fantasy VII like yourself before, so who knows what the fuck they're doing with yep. her character. But the big change for this is that Yuffie was never in Midgar in the original game. Yuffie did not show up until the second disc, and Yuffie was also an optional character that, You could play the entire game without ever actually having join your party. So basically, like, when you first leave, I think it's, like, I think it's after you leave the end of Disc 1. It's been a while since I played it. But it's basically like, you've got to go to this town over here. And along the way, you can, like, stop in this little shrubbery area. And I think she tries to steal, like, your materia or something like that. And then you can have her join your team because she's a fucking ninja right <laughs> that's that's she throws throwing stars and shit like that that's her that's her character so she's yeah. an optional what's character. her massive weapon think what's her what she's got this massive throwing star weapon right yeah it's like a what they call them Shin, shinsuke Shinsuke's or whatever yeah throwing star thing so yeah that's what she, that's what she uses in the game so that's carrying over they're, they're a lot bigger in this than, <laughs> than i recall but that's fine uh yiffy is also i guess I think she grew to a, a lot a lot more people appreciated her 'cause she had she was quite fun in the advent children movie and stuff like that. So um but she is an optional character, which is the is the funny thing. So you could you could there's a couple other characters which are optional. Not anymore. Well no, not anymore. So <laughs> Well, I guess technically right now she's optional. Yes, because it does that's the other important thing about this. You do have to pay money. So you can get a free upgrade to the PS5 version you'll still have to pay an unannounced amount of dollars to be able to play the yuffie content uh the yuffie episode whatever you want to call it of course if you don't own final fantasy 7 and you want to pick this up in the store you'll of course just pay you 100 and whatever dollars you'll pick up final fantasy 7 integrate you'll get the yuffie content on disc and stuff like that but yeah so it's 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 a meat halfway you will have to pay for this i'm pretty excited though it's more final fantasy 7 remake it's Another character within the confines of the same gameplay mechanics that we already played. So that's exciting because I, I enjoy the gameplay of that game. I don't know the other character with her. I think that's a new character as far as I'm aware. The one that's in the trailer. I don't recall them yeah, being a remember. person. I did a quick Google that day, the state of play, and I couldn't find anyone being like, I know that person. So I was like, I think I'm fine. I don't think I'm failing my Final Fantasy crate here. Uh, so I presume they're the two characters you'll be switching uh, back and forth when you play this episode. How long this will be. I don't know, but there's a question that was thrown into our Discord by Michael. And you can ask questions on Discord if you'd like. You can head to explosion.org.com slash Discord. He simply said, how long do we think that the Yuffie episode of Final Fantasy Remake Intergrade will be? How long do you expect this to be, Ash? If it feels a bit a, uh, a
0: few hours, probably. How long's a few? Come on, let's see. Three to four? Some numbers out there. Three to four, depending how good you are. <laughs> I'm going to say... How much uh, exploring you do?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say two to three. If you're focusing solely on the story, I'm gonna say if you were like if you're trying to hundred percent the DLC and all trophies and like do any side stuff, I'm gonna say it's gonna take like six hours to do all that that sort of thing. But I'd say the story could probably be beat in like just a couple hours. I'm not expecting it to be that long. That's, that's, that's would be my guesstimate currently. But, you know, shock me, Scroenix, I guess. Uh, the interesting thing about the story is that, yeah, as I said, so she's n- not usually Midgard. The story for her in this game seems to be, she's in Midgard for some reason. You're seeing the events of Final Fantasy VII, Cloud, and everyone else, Tifa, and everyone else, uh, happening through her, her eyes. Like, she's like, oh, look at those people up there. What the fuck's going on? It seems like in the trailer, she's entered the city, kind of, right before everything kicks off. The destruction of, um, Sector 11, 12, whatever it is. So, um, that's cool. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm keen for this. This comes out. Sure, I've lost the date here. June tenth is when this comes out. I'm excited. Are you gonna be playing this? Are you gonna be picking this up?
0: Yes, I will be picking it up. I don't know if I'll play it
1: <laughs>
0: because I, I, no, no. I said that because I bought the Kingdom Hearts three Ds DLC. I haven't touched it.
1: Never have I. And I brought that also. But I feel like I also <laughs> feel like I would be more inclined to play this because that as much as i wanted to play that kingdom hearts dlc it was very i very much felt like it was going to be anything mind-blowing and from all accounts apparently it, it wasn't whereas this is the introduction of a, a character that i already know i guess you know that's the thing like i already have an attachment to the to these characters from Final fantasy 7 which you don't which may help pull me in a bit well, more you, you know? don't
0: have any attachment to any of the characters in kingdom hearts
1: <sighs> not really they're all dead to me now you know what i'm saying <laughs> dead to me. uh okay you know, yeah, I'm, I'm that was it was a good way to finish it. Again, if you didn't give, if you gave zero fucks about Final Fantasy VII, of course it's like not a particularly Ugh. exciting state to play. If you are someone who cares about Final Fantasy VII, I feel like that's if you're someone who started the franchise fresh, like Ash has, I still feel like even if you don't have an attachment, to you if you still like, there's more of that game. I really enjoy it, so that's that level of excitement. For people who are fans of Final Fantasy VII OG, like you know me, of course this comes up and straight I'm like tweeting like fucking. Jiffy, yo, Let's let's fucking go, dudes, as the kids say or whatever. So yeah, I'm excited. I was excited when I saw my show. That's cool. I can't look for. I'm. It just has me lots of questions. Also. Some of which may or may not lead into the article by Kotaku, in which they write, "Final Fantasy VII remake Integrate won't make full use of the PS5 functionality." Uh, so just as a PSA, as much as they talked about, you know, improve this, improve that, what the hell else is going on? Nomura, who recently stepped away as director of the games like *Cutting Sea* which was worked back into in a second, uh, he detailed the changes in an uh, interview for Mitsu saying, "Quote: In terms of graphics, lighting, and textures, are the main adjustments, but environmental effects such as the fog have also been added to further chances the." In- enhance the sense of realism and immersion in the world uh, as for adaptive triggers they are partially supported however in terms of using all the features of the playstation 5 please wait for the next game where we can start from scratch uh so there you go no 3d audio no uh what's the sensor thing called fuck i can't remember but you know what i'm talking about uh so the other interesting thing was that he did recently announce that uh nomora announced that he's not actually directing part <gasps> two and part two is apparently well underway. Well underway, he said. Well underway. So, and he says we want to, he did say he wants to get it out as soon as possible in this interview. So, uh, anything's possible. We could see a trailer for it by the end of the year, maybe. I, I, I really know what's going on. But yeah, he is, uh, stepping aside to stay on board as the key producer, of course, and the key still the person like writing it, so it's still going to have that Nomura level shit. I guess if you play Final Fantasy games and Kingdom Hearts games especially, you know what Nomura looks like, and it's that part in the the trailer for the Yuffie content where they showed a dude who had massive spiky hair everywhere. That's when you know it's a Nomura game, because he loves characters with fucking spiky hair. Just look at fucking Sora. Um, But there, so that's Final Fantasy 7 remake, DLC coming, games fall underway apparently. Get excited. PS Plus, Plus games from March. I'm talking about Final Fantasy 7. So, PS5, Marquette. So, that's a brand new game. It's a puzzle, first person puzzle thing where it looks like it has like superluminal mechanics, kind of where you pull things out of something and it makes them big in the same world around you. I know. Looks like a lot. Looks like it really confused me. I'm kind of scared of it. Bryce Dallas Howard apparently voices some of the cast, one of the cast members in it. That's kind of cool. Someone else, too, that was a celebrity I forgot about. So, that's your, your free PS5 game. Great. Good shit. PS4 games. Final Fantasy Remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Remnant from the Ashes. Now, the important asterisk, in case you've missed the memo on Final Fantasy 7 Remake, is that yes, you're getting it for free, PlayStation Plus, and no, you cannot upgrade that version for free to the PS5 version. I guess they're coding in something to say that if you redeem it via PlayStation Plus, you have the PlayStation Plus version, and it won't let you do a free upgrade. So, uh be aware of that so if you if you are wanting to jump into it and you walk past a copy for $20 somewhere on PS4 maybe just buy it for $20 and upgrade that to the PS5 version when it's out and you know skip out and and lose out in the PlayStation Plus but it's up to you I guess uh rent it from Nash's I don't particularly care about it, to be honest it came out like a year or so ago it's like a third person um action game like Souls Elements or something like that I think. And the PSVR game is Farpoint, which is one of the original um, aim controller games. So there's a PSVR game there. I don't know. The PSVR games seem to come and go. Some months they have one, some months they don't. I don't really know what, what, what How do you feel about PlayStation Plus, Plus this month?
0: I mean, strong lineup. Uh, obviously, Final Fantasy VII Remake, if you haven't got it already, that's a game to play. Uh, and then Marquette will send... Uh, people like Dylan crazy, buddy. Buddy's super. Ex- uh, gee, we know Buddy's super excited.
1: Yeah, I thought that's what you meant. Send me crazy. I'm not going to no. send me. Yeah, send me mild. Yeah. Like, oh, send me uh, confusing. Yeah. I'd say I'm scared, but... Buddy, what's with Radio? What's <laughs> it all about? It. Uh, yeah, my pick would be Final Fantasy VII, of course. But although Marquette, I think it's great. That's free. Um, the game does look good, even though it scares me. A game that won't be coming out this year, apparently. I don't know, magic happens. Gran Turismo 7. So, in an interview of GK Magazine, Mm. big boss man Jim Bryan said, when asked, uh, GK Magazine asked, so when and what the fuck is going on with Gran Turismo 7. They then wrote an article. At this point, a PR representative for Sony jumped into the call, promising a statement on GT7, probably in the hope that we wouldn't actually ask about it. Uh, Anyway, they said that GT7 has been impacted by COVID rate related production challenges and therefore will shift from 2021 to 2022 with the ongoing pandemic. It's a dynamic and changing situation and some critical aspects of the game production have been slowed over the past several months. We'll share more specifics on GT7's release date when available. um I feel like I'm not like i i, I f- there maybe there's a handful of people out there who, you know, massive Gr- grand truth my fans and that sort of stuff. But for the most part, most people aren't going to be particularly bothered by this. Although I do think it's slightly disappointing because I know we've talked about how I wanted to get Gran Turismo, especially in this launch year. Because, yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, a shiny car game. That's always a good way to test out and just show off a new console. So coming out 2022, it's not really as exciting then. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have that same sort of, it's the car game to test out the new console. How's it run? How's it look? It's like, oh, you're in year two now. It's uh, it's kind of disappointing. But, you know, got to do what you got to do. Game has to be delayed. Game has to be delayed. So. Uh, talking about another car game, Construction All Stars is uh is we finally know how much it's going to cost because this is the thing they put it on PlayStation Plus. I was like, cool, it's on PlayStation Plus for the first two months, but what happens after that? Like, is it free Very to play? Yeah, where's it? Where's it go? Because originally they announced it as a full price to pre-order at EB Games. You could buy it digitally. Like it was going to, it was going to be a whole thing. And most people were like, "Well, I'm not fucking buying that." So it, they, <laughs> it's, you know, it's worked out kind of well, PlayStation Plus. But uh, so they've confirmed that it'll be available for purchase of twenty US dollars. So I guess that'll be like thirty Australian or something, roughly like that. Um, down from its massive seventy dollars USD launch price, which would have been at one hundred twenty-five or whatever the hell else it is. So yeah, it's it's dropped yeah. a lot. That's really good. I think that makes sense. I think that also. I guess one of the questions everyone kept having is, "Oh, they're adding um, microtransactions sort of stuff with this." If they put out the game at a full price, where people still brought it, and being okay with the microtransactions, I think that it's now lowered the price. Maybe that's like meeting in the middle. Um, I'll be surprised if anyone is buying it. To be honest, you know, like I feel like most people who I don't know maybe. But the thing is. I was going to say, maybe people don't have PS5s yet. But the thing is, you could still redeem the PS5 games if you're smart enough. If you don't have a PS5 now, in case you don't know PSA, just go onto the PlayStation Store for your internet browser, and You can still just redeem all of the PlayStation 5 games. So you're set for when you get your console. So, yeah. Um, The other thing was that in the blog post, I also talked about how they've got a bunch of stuff happening soon, including Double XP Weekend, Single Player Challenge Series coming for the next character. So that's the story content. Uh new skins, yep. hopefully some exciting ones. That would be that would be good. Uh playlists such as Mayhem eight v eight and stockpile four v four. So Mayhem eight v eight. Yeah. Stockpile four v four. No. No one cares about that game man. Stockpile's the boring one. <laughs> Making it four v four isn't gonna make it any more exciting. That's the the, the worst game man Uh alright, next
0: story. Day's gone. Give us the, the give us the taxi mode inside the single
1: player, but like everybody going once. Yeah. I, well, that's the thing. So quick side note, in case you have a played Destruction All-Stars, as we talked about, there's currently one character available with the story mode content where you do these sort of different challenges. Ultimate mode. Yeah. Barracu- Barracudo or something like that. I think. yeah, um, You do this, these challenge things and one of them is literally crazy taxi, but with like dummies and you sort of got to race them around and there's 12 people trying to wreck your car at the same time. It's like, okay well make this and hopefully that is i think we'll say when we play playing like hopefully this is a sort of testing around, or maybe ideas they have for other modes down the line but yeah it's like okay well how about you make i can do it in my head right now right so you take that you make it like 4v4 you've got a team who's trying to deliver the most amount of like crazy crazy taxi type people like take them across the map deliver on the places and then the other team is literally like the two cars in that mode who are just trying to destroy you
0: like oh you're just all crazy <laughs> attacking at the same time and whoever gets a high score gets a high score
1: i feel like that's not as exciting you know either you, you gotta have someone you can
0: make you can uh, get your passengers you can go around screwing other people
1: well yeah as long as you can Stealing steal Stealing points yeah yeah done reach out playstation or um what's the developer lucid games yeah it's fine yeah got the shit I don't know how you make it, but I got the ideas. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the ideas. Yeah, we've got all the ideas. Just
0: no don't. Talent. No skills
1: to, to actually make it. Uh, Press Start! PlayStation is giving out a free game uh, month for the next four months. Sony has confirmed that PlayStation uh, At Home initiative that happened last year is continuing this year. While last year saw uh, everyone get Uncharted, Nathan Drake Collection, and Journey for free uh, for two months, the initiative will last from March until June, bringing PS4 slash PS5 owners a free game every month. This month. Uh, this will be free to all owners and completely separate from PlayStation Plus. So you don't need PlayStation Plus. You don't need any subscription. You, you got a PlayStation. You can redeem the, the the games. Go for gold. Uh, so in March, you'll get Ratchet and Clank the remake or whatever you want to call it, the the PS4 Ratchet and Clank game. Which if you haven't played, boy, great. Miss now. Play that. Don't. I know you don't need to play that to play. Uh, what's the new one called? Fuck, I forgot. Uh, Whatever, drift Rift uh, apart. Head. That's it. Rift apart. Drift apart. You don't need to play that to play that because, like Ratchet and Clank, this one was sort of like a remake sort of thing. It's it's the first game, and then Rift Apart Apart's like set after like it's it's, it's set after all the other PS3 ones yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Right. So, but fucking if great game. If you want game. the origin story, yeah. If you want the origin story and you haven't played the Ratchet and Clank game, you want to get to know the characters and you just want a great goddamn great gameplay with a fun platinum as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got the two other things there uh, so the other thing is that they're also adding f- uh, fan- Funimation are giving away subscribers as part of this but it seems you'll be getting uh, a game every month as well so that's the only game they've announced so far but. so that's cool uh, Kataki writes PlayStation 4 exclusive Days Gone is coming to PC this autumn which I, I, I just want to say quickly when this was like announced and still people are like you're taking my PlayStation games to PC. Like, I'm like, did we not get past this between like Horizon but and. Did nobody bought Days <laughs> Gone? No. Yeah, but it's just, yeah. yeah, That's the other thing. It's like all these people who are getting upset about Days Gone to go into PC. It's, it's, it's literally like, could you scroll through their Twitter That's, and be like, were you shitting two on years it? Old. Were you shitting on it when it released? Did you did even you play, play it? it? And I could feel like the answer most of the time would be no. 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 And if they did, they'd probably shout out. Uh, or, you know, oh, the fucking game, blah, blah. They said, that, oh, my precious Sony loses. one well, am upset now? Anyway, Kotaku writes Open World Zombie Slaughter Sim. Interesting thing to call it. But anyway, uh, Days Gone will be the latest first party Sony game to get ported to the PC. Uh, in a new interview of uh, Big Ross Jim Bryan, he, he announced this, uh, where he said that Days Gone will, will be coming in autumn. And then on Twitter, after the fact, they did confirm that it's going to get um, widescreen, wide screen, ultra wide support. You know, upgraded. I'm sure it'll run as fine as the PS5 version, but the ultra widescreen report and all the stuff. Everyone will just mod it and I'll add fucking Thomas the Tank Engine to be the Horde or some shit like that. So that's exciting, I guess. Uh, I would say if you're a PC person who listens to this for some reason, doesn't own a PlayStation console, interesting. But nonetheless, play Days Gone. It's a pretty fun game. <laughs> I like Days Gone. Yeah. I know I've, I've supported it on here all the time. I mean, it's better today than it was when it launched yes i gave it a six or whatever it was because technically it was a fucking mess uh but i play half an hour or whatever it was of the uh from the start of the game on ps5 that version runs great now no hiccups no no problems running at 60 frames per second looks good great days gone great game great story it's like playing three seasons of a tv show in succession it's kind of the plus and negative of it, but I, I really do enjoy that game. By the time I finished that game, I was re- heavily invested in the characters, heavily invested in their story. I would like to get another one. I highly doubt it's going to happen, but that's fine. Just make the Siphon Filter game instead. I don't know. Do we you got to do. But people getting upset about it, coming to PC? Nah. Fuck off. Stop, stop being goddamn babies. Uh, push Scare, right? Push Push Square. I don't know why I just said Push Square. Sony officially confirms reorganization of Japan Studio. So... They wrote, Sony has officially confirmed that it is reorganizing Japan studio effective 1st of April. One of the oldest first-party teams with the platform holders stable will be restructured around Team Asobi, the developer of the recent Astro's Playroom, as well as Astro Bot Rescue Mission and the Playroom VR. In a statement shared with IGN, they said, quote, in an effort to further strengthen business operations, SIE can confirm that PlayStation Studios' J- Japan studio will be reorganized into a new organization. On the 1st of April, Japan Studio will be re-centered to Team Asobi, the creative team behind Astro's Playroom, allowing the team to focus on a single vision and build on the popularity of Astro's Playroom. More interestingly, the manufacturer has confirmed that an, any external production roles will be concentrated within the global functions of PlayStation Studios. In addition to internal projects, Japan Studio is best known for its collaborations like Bloodborne, which are made with From Software and Everybody's Golf, which is made with Clap Hands. Um, as I turn out here, sorry, J- Japan Studios' output over the past five years has consisted of Knack, a Knack sequel to Loco Rokos Remasters and the aforementioned Astrobot titles. So, like, I know everyone's like, and to a degree, I get it. Japan Studio has put out a lot of really great, popular, interesting games over the years. However, their efforts of over the last generation kind of at least over the last five years as this article points out has been nothing really like i, d- I don't really know Naxical loco roco and remasters and they astrobot games. and out of all that it's like well what is the thing that you as a business should probably focus your attention on and yes the answer is astrobot so I, I get there's definitely a level of sadness to be had about this because they've they've worked on big games, you know, Shadow of Colossus, Ope Escape, Gravity Rush, as the picture in article here. All these things exciting? I get it. There's a lot of sadness that they're being reorganized. But I would say personally, as someone who loves all these <laughs> damn AstroBot games, I think the restructuring sounds like the smart decision uh for for that studio and hopefully to go forward and means we will get more Astro bot games. Hopefully we'll get a proper quote unquote proper, uh, big, like a single player Astro bot, like the, the one we all got for free on PS five. And then hopefully we'll get another VR title for PS VR two, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show as well. Yeah. So yeah. H- how do you feel about
0: it? Uh, yeah, obviously it's a bit sad that, uh, the restructuring giving the legacy and everything. Um, it's good that they haven't completely shut down Japan Studios. It's just a restructure. The studio's continuing. Things could still happen. Um And, I mean, it doesn't mean that these games won't come to PlayStation. These type of games won't come to PlayStation in the future. Obviously, these studios will still go. Co- All the people who left will still be working on games. So There's very much a good chance they'll come back and you'll be able to play them on PlayStation and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, obviously, some of their other IPs, like Everybody's Golf, I would assume, Like Clap Hands Ocean would probably just work with another section of of PlayStation Studios, or maybe they just open up another support studio
1: somewhere. Yeah, to help with those kind of things. Yeah, or outsource, hire someone. I don't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it is. It's definitely not like all everybody's golf is dead now. I don't think so. I don't think so. Mario Golf is about to come out and fucking reignite that flame. Then we'll we'll get everybody's golf about a year later. It's fine. Uh, and as yes, yeah, these other things is like we was never getting a sequel to um, the Last Guardian. That was the the long process of getting that game to release in the first place. So no one was expecting that to continue. shortly. No, um,
0: but but Dylan, are we getting Act Three?
1: Um, disappointingly, I'm going to have to say no. I was hoping the meme would continue, but when Mark said Sony didn't announce it to launch we- alongside the PS5, that was kind of the. It's kind of.
0: I can't believe it. We couldn't meme it into life. Yeah, it's,
1: it's disappointing. Even though I still haven't played the second one. So I'm part of the problem. I did not support NAC. In fact, I downloaded it for free when it glitched out in the PlayStation Store. Well, it and exists, I, yeah. I, I will, I'll admit See, that. See, that's. <laughs> that is
0: a story that I always wonder about.
1: What <laughs> happened? I don't, it's just someone pressed the wrong button somewhere. And. Yeah, maybe...
0: all of Australia bought it. And all of
1: Australia just got that shit for free, yeah. And maybe we should all feel bad, but to be completely honest, I still haven't played it, so technically, no money gained, no money lost, you know? Like, I wasn't buying it, so <laughs> I just redeemed it, so... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, press out writes, here's when the PS5 M.2 SSD storage update is apparently coming, and why it's <laughs> taking so long? So... PlayStation 5 people you haven't been up, able to upgrade your storage been wondering when it was happening in case you were like what the fuck is M.2. PlayStation 5 owners right, Shannon have been waiting to upgrade their PS5 storage for PS5 games since the console launched nearly four months ago and looks like we'll have to wait a little bit longer. Bloomberg is reporting that M.2 SSD storage support update will release in winter June to August Australia. Uh, Sony will release an update at the same time that enables the PS5 cooling fan to spin at a faster rate to ensure that the M.2 SSD inside the PS5 will be adequately cooled without this update is expected that the ssd storage would not function with stability uh, quote from the article we are preparing to deliver an updated version of software firmware this summer japan time the ps5's main unit has an expansion slot to which the ssd can be added but it was waiting for the firmware update to it that enables the use of the slot uh, according to the person uh, who was cons- uh, according to the the person concerned, it is expected that the firmware update will include improving the rotation speed to the cooling fan and will be necessary to take measures against producing heat. So there you go. Um, I think the one thing of this says is worth pointing out, even when this update is live, in the middle of the year, June, August, whatever they said, even when this update goes live, I still expect this storage will cost you a couple hundred dollars right the price isn't going to suddenly drop out of nowhere so if you're sitting there with a ps5 you're already running out of space all the time you're like fuck this is paying ass it's not as cheap as hdd storage that we had for the last generation and generation before that where you could you could buy like a terabyte for 150 dollars or whatever it probably costs you're still going to be looking to probably pay 300 dollars something probably to get the right storage for this but if you feel like it's necessary it's good to know that the, the the update is coming especially for people who are willing to to pop out and spend that money i will say just to tie in as an update to this um because i can't remember if i ever spoke about it i probably mentioned it but never really gave it any sort of mini review or anything but i did buy a um I think it's a wd can't remember the official name. It's a something five though. I could probably go grab it if I wanted to, but it's like a really small external SSD. Like for video viewers, I'm roughly showing you how big it is. Like it's tiny little uh, external SSD. I think it's a terabyte or something like that. Cost around two hundred dollars. I got it on sale though, and I've I've been having all my PS Four games installed on that, and I've been ha- I've had no issues with that for the last couple months. Like, all the PS Four games load really well, run well. No no problems. So that is obviously a solution because I, I do have a, a few PS4 games still installed. And if I had to have things like Apex and uh, Call of Duty that I still have installed in case ever, like things like Days Gone got a war that I've randomly installed to try out these updates and stuff like that. If I had to keep these, I wouldn't have space for <laughs> all these fucking PS5 games at the same time. So I I do think maybe investing in that is a viable option, option for people who are worried about space, especially if you look at the games you've got installed and go, if you could look at what you've got and go, hmm, Call of Duty, Apex, you know, if you've got a bunch of PS4 games and it's actually cheaper for you just to buy an external one, then wait for this in June and spend more money. I don't know. Like, it's, it's up to you to figure that out, I guess. But would you be upgrading Ash or no, not a chance in hell?
0: Yes. 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 Jesus. You sound excited. Yes. You sound very. <laughs> just get it. Give us a on I mean. <laughs> I know. I know. We should be like, oh, it's fine. You can just just uninstall the games you're not playing at the moment. But you know, what
1: are you struggling with? What, what did you hit the struggle
0: with? What was the uh, the I no recently? i was just updating Apex. <laughs> like it won't <weren't> down. <laughs> it won't update because there's none of
1: space. How many things you got installed? How many fucking games did you play.
0: Well, I downloaded like Control and all these other games okay. that I never ended up playing. <laughs> but, you know, maybe one day. I had Avengers installed. I still had Watchdog Legions inspo- installed. Installed, <laughs> you know. Picked up some other games. It's like
1: not a space. Yeah, sounds like you've got a bunch of things installed that you're not playing. So you could probably just delete one of those and get the up- Apex updates going because yeah, that's more
0: important. But you know, you know it, shouldn't have to. You really going?
1: <laughs> you really going back to Watchdogs? No. that. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> See, there we go. Solved a problem for you. Uh, all right. Next story comes from Grant. I'm just putting this out here because I just want to talk about it quickly and be like, I fucking hate this. I don't know why this is a headline. It annoys me. This is kind of coming off the back of the, the state of play, of course, but the headline is, God of War Ragnarok will release when it's done on PS5. No! Release it now! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I saw the headline post on Twitter. I was like, okay, yes. Please do release the video game when it's done. No.
0: Nah. Release it to me in Alpha stage where I can barely play it. <laughs> It works so well for CD Projekt
1: Red. Uh, so this is all off the theme because, of course, everyone was getting shitty about the state of play. Everyone was going, I was expecting God of War, I was expecting God of War. Um, and look, I think the problem, the reason everyone's expecting God of War is because they were dumb last year and they put that 2021 I date. 2021. T- yeah, they put the 2021. So everyone's like, well, it's February. Uh, there's only 10 months left in the year. Where's the fucking trailer? <laughs> you know? So to a degree, yeah. I'm like, Sony... You kind of dug this whole. You, you, you gave at least some. It's th- them
0: and the <laughs> history of video games being announced several years in advance.
1: Yeah, like you handed the shovel for this. So, But anyway, apparently everyone was treating it Corey, Bar- Corey Barlog and being like, where the hell's the trailer? Corey Barlog tweeted, I don't know who, who needs to hear this. At which point, Corey, let me tell you. Everyone. Apparently Everybody. needs to hear this. Except you and me. Yeah, like the world is insane. Uh, and in brackets, it's certainly not me since I've never heard of it. But when it's done, heart. Trust that's best for everyone. Yeah. And tweeting about God of War, saying that God of War is going to come out when it's done. Um, cool, good job. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, everyone. Um, I, the thing that annoys me most about this is I just don't get it. Because say they rushed, say they felt rushed, but so in a world where Santa Monica Studio felt rushed by the fans, like I know it's not going to happen, but imagine with me, they feel rushed, the pressure from the fans, so they they're like, oh fuck, we we better get God of War out, Ragnarok. They release it. Everyone goes. It's a buggy piece of shit. Like this is the worst game I've ever played. You know, it, it, I just don't understand how people go from "give me the thing, give me the thing" to you fucked it, didn't you? You really like look at Cyberpunk. Give us the thing. Stop delaying the thing. Give us the fucking plays like shit. <laughs> like what? Well, fucking stop art. Oh, just everyone chill. Everyone chill. Last news story. In this segment, we got, we, got, we got a full segmented show for you today, everyone. So just just hold on to your hat. I know we're not going to be t- going an hour, so we're pretty good for time, surprisingly. I thought this might be a bit longer, but we're good. Uh, so PSA, though, wrote up this lovely other day because I noticed it, but uh, your friends list is finally fixed. So, whoa, because I know me and Buddy have been shitted <laughs> with this. I don't know if anyone else in the world cares. However, I just want to say, I, if I, I could bother scrolling up, I would be surprised. But I open up my PlayStation. I look at my friends list the night I post this news story. I go, this is fixed. Because I knew it was still fucked on Tuesday or whenever we streamed. Because I still had to scroll down to... Monday. Yeah. Because Buddy, because his username starts at W, would be placed at the bottom of my friends list. You know? And I'm like, oh, fucking... It's bullshit. So I open up whatever day I post... What day did I post this news story? February 24th. Well, anyway, whatever day that is. I open up PlayStation that day. I look at my friends list as I do when I turn on my PlayStation. I'm like, what's everyone playing? What's happening in the hood? You know? <laughs> like, what, what's going on, peeps? Um, seeing, what's happen- <laughs> so the cool- seeing what's happening. I Seeing what's happening. Wait. Friends list. It's, it's back to how it used, used to be. It's just it's alphabetized the way it should be. And by, and by it the way it should be, I mean... If, it doesn't matter if you've got someone's real name revealed or just the username. Combine and alphabetize on that structure. You know? Like, I don't, that's just how it should be. The, the way it had been going is solely off your username. So even Ash was like in the middle of my friend's list. Like, he wasn't at the very top like he always used to be. I mean, they are fixed it now. Ash is at the top. Buddy's at the top now. You know, like people who got A, B, C, D's at, at the top. And it's nice mix. People with usernames starting with A are up there. Everyone's mingling. Everyone's jingling. I should have made a tweet about this. This was big breaking news. I saw this. I thought maybe my PlayStation was having a, a, a glitch. I didn't want to believe it at first. Message buddy. I was like, I think my, fr- I think the friends list is fixed. I'm like, can you take a look? He took a look. He was like, oh my God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> he goes, this needs to be a new story. I'm like, I'm already writing it. Because <laughs> it was breaking news, right? I tweeted it. I expected IGN to be send me a paycheck. Nothing. You know, like, not just fucking. All these people, they're like, oh, we're big PlayStation fans. We like to cover breaking PlayStation news. Fucking bullshit, right? This was this is the biggest PlayStation story of the week. And I had a state of play. And this is the thing that excited me the most. This excited me more the than State of Play. It
0: an hour into the episode.
1: I oh, know no one no, no, gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but on a personal level, I think this, the, 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 the 60 second excitement. Make-, make it the thumbnail. I think. <laughs> I think I got more excitement from this than the State of Play. I mean, the Kano Kenner trailer was pretty great, but there was no friends list. But friends list. the friends list alphabetized. was advertisers. It was pretty, they, should, they should really make it so the people
0: you play with most frequently are at the top.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't want that. Though, right? I just, we wanna, we, just give me options. Give me okay, options would be great, but yeah, that's not a funny thing. So they, they fixed the friends list. But it's not like they added an option where you could... Maybe you like the old system, the way where it was fucked. There's not option to switch it back to the way. So now there's probably some people out there who are like, you system fucked me fun. now because I would got used to that one and I liked it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you've screwed me over. So go to one. Anyway. Now I need to p- remember people's first names.
1: Yeah. Just add options, you know? I can right-click anything on my computer. Sort by, date, number, alphabet- alphabetical, reverse alphabetical, you know, and just... Next generation, man. Give us options. We got two PlayStation production stories this week. Two PlayStation production stories. Nate, no! Nate, no! no! I have Encharted news this week. Eurogamer writes, Tom Holland doesn't sound thrilled with his performance in Encharted movie. Oh, no. No, oh, Nate, Nate, no, no, Nate, no, no, <laughs> Thomas, uh, Tom Holland has spoken about his role as Nathan Drake in the upcoming Uncharted movie. It doesn't sound like he's perfect. A new interview at GQ, the Spider-Man star from South London said so playing Drake in the film was sometimes quite less about land, landing a mark, land a mark and go for this scene and more about land a mark, stand like this and see my bulging biceps. <laughs> oh, oh, big man on campus, oh, big dude, man mate, on no. campus. <laughs> he continued and said it was a mistake and it's something that I'll probably never do again it's worth (laughs) your game continues it's worth looking in more detail at Holland's quote here GQ gets it up by describing the Uncharted movie as having having something in common with a Michael Bay action movie Holland had to bulk up for the role and he had to stand quote looking cool Uh, he also said it was an experiment in vanity that left an odd taste in his mouth and then Holland in full quote said this As soon as you start worrying worrying about, do I look good in this shot, acting becomes something of them playing character. I think there are elements of my performance Uncharted where I kind of fell under the spell of being, I want to look good now. I want this to be my cool moment. I had to play this very tough, very stoic guy, basically be Mark Wahlberg. My character is supposed to be a fucking action hero in this moment. Um, He then continues saying, look, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if I succeed in that, but it was an important lesson Learned because at times it was less about landing a mark to go for the scene and more about landing mark here, see my bulging biceps, blah 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 blah. blah. Um I think this is a fucking whole era story because it's I don't think you've ever seen I've never seen an actor go, man, I fucking look good, but like I don't know. It's it's probably good. And also I just imagine Sony's like, This isn't good marketing. Like you're saying you're not sure if the movie's giving this good things. Why do we keep making this kid do press? Yeah, I don't even know. I assume this is press for um, uh, Chaos Walking. Cheery. Right? Or oh, I yeah. assume it's Chaos Walking at this point. Probably both, yeah. yeah. Um, I assume that's what it's for, and they just randomly ask about Charter movie and just Tom Holland being Tom Holland can't help himself. And it's like, but it, it really does read like him being like, I don't know, man, the movie could be shit. I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 He's like, I felt like it was shit. I wasn't really acting. I just had to look good. It's a Michael Bay movie.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't give you a lot of confidence, you know, that he he thinks that Nathan Drake's like this big action hero, uh, when he's kind of the everyman esque. Yeah.
1: Initially, anyway. Yeah, well, there's definitely you know when you I guess if you're the sure boy, there's
0: moments he looks cool and shit, yeah. but it's not never on purpose. He never
1: like has a sweeping camera shot. Bulging biceps, as they're talking about here. Like, I don't think no. of Nathan Drake. Like Nathan Drake's, you know, he's a am sure. He's, I don't think of Nathan he's Drake like, as he's ripped. like a toned dude because he, you know, like, yeah, because he runs a he lot. He runs a lot. And does all the stuff. He's yeah. getting chased by bad but guys. He's a not lot. like yeah, and you never think like oh, he's he's ripped dude. Like, <laughs> no, he's like
0: very athletic. Yeah, to do all that like, rock climbing and yeah. shit. So yeah, exactly. So they're not
1: ripped. No. Yeah, and you never. Yeah, and the game's never really. It's because the game has a lot of action scenes, obviously. And a lot of those action scenes are very cool, but he never had the game never does like Uncharted two train sequence combined with that train sequence from James Bond where the train like explodes and then James Bond like stops to adjust his tire or something to look cool in the moment or whatever. You know what I mean? Like no. Drake Drake just does what
0: he does. He, and there's never any of those like uh, the Marvel movies when any of the sweeping shots <laughs> the or anything. Chris Hem no like Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans scene screen, gratuitous shots them with Sh- a shot yeah.
1: Sounds like we can expect yeah. something like that in this movie, though. Yeah.
0: So I guess if you're a Tom Holland. Uh, I mean, it makes it even crazier that in. he went from this straight into Spider Man. God. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, and Spider Man's coming out first. He's like the- that's the thing that's kind of crazy to me. <laughs> he's
1: like, thank God I got to go back to Spider Man where I was acting. Because <laughs> this Uncharted movie <laughs> just action scenes, man. <laughs> that sucks. Like-
0: it's just like, action scene. It's, it's terrible marketing. Honestly. In Spider-Man, I get to like, yeah. swing around. It's
1: like yeah. I, I get to play a real character. <laughs>
0: I get real character with a yeah, mask on.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Good on you, Tom. Keep being keep, keep being you, you know? Just keep, yeah. keep on keeping on. A Twisted Metal. So, IGN writes, is officially moving forward on a live-action Twisted Metal t- TV series at last, with the producer of Cobra Kai and the writers of Deadpool on board. Report today from Variety states that the coming action comedy series will be based on an original story in the Twisted Metal universe from writers Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who previously worked on both Deadpool movies and Zombieland. The series will be led by executive producer Michael Jonas Smith, who also produced and wrote for Cobra Kai. Other production names on board will include Will Arnett, Mark Foreman, and Peter Prince, Prince of Potato. Prince- <laughs> Pizza of Potato, I, I think that's how you say as well as both Reese and Wernick. Uh, Twisted Metal, of course, is a game that came out in 1995, had a number of sequels, most recent being Twisted Metal Black, which originally came out in 2001. Uh, live action TV series reported the center around as a, an yet unnamed protagonist trying to complete a delivery in a post-apocalyptic world in exchange for a promise of a better life. Not much else is known, though it is said that the clown character Sweet Tooth, a recurring antagonist clown who drives an ice cream truck, will make an appearance. Uh, So, not a big Twisted Metal fan. Obviously, everyone knows Sweet Tooth. That's the thing that everyone remembers about Twisted Metal. Other than that, it's just fucking car nonsensical combat, which is fun. Uh, I think going, hey, the people who worked on Deadpool and Zombieland are making this. I was like, well, that seems right. (laughs) <laughs> that seems like the, the <laughs> correct direction for this TV series to go. Yeah. How, how how you feel about the, what do you think?
0: I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the strongest property to, doesn't have the strongest story, but maybe that works the best for something like this. I get, you can completely come with a
1: crazy story. Uh, yeah. My big ask, is that- I was going to say my big ask is hopefully this, I think it needs to be like MA you know i think it needs yeah to i was
0: going to say in a month in which we've gotten the moral combat trailer something similar to that mm. would be good
1: yeah i feel like it needs like, to be violent it it needs to be it can't be fast and furious no no i i think you go if i so if i was making it and if i was ma- if like especially off that pitch where it's like centered protagonist trying to deliver something in a post apocalyptic world with promise for a better life, so straight away that to me means that there's in you know, a post-apocalyptic life. It's Mad Max, yeah, it's basically Mad Max. But you, you, so you meet Mad Max's like Mad Max, dark, serious tone, somewhere between that and Deadpool is where you have to meet. It can't be too light, can it? Can't be too serious, like comedic as Deadpool. It needs some of that, especially when you have a character like Sweet Tooth, because obviously, sweet, you want Sweet Tooth to be both uh, evil and the bad guy and someone you fear when they show up but that's a sort of like joker you want sweet tooth to be like the Joker, i guess you know what i mean like where people like that villain get attached to that villain but still fear that character you know like you don't want it um you don't want it to be like a silly clown character that no one, no one cares for and it's just used for jokes so no uh so that's cool That's us for. forward We have a VR story this week. And a very big VR (gasps) story. Of course, I hinted to it before. Sony has officially confirmed information on the PSVR 2 or whatever it'll be titled when it releases. And uh, information on the controllers. So, in a blogged pot, So, hold on. I just want a quick quick story to set this up, right? I'm laying in bed. It's about 1am. I'm doing my last scroll before Twitter before I was going to roll over, pull out my iPad, and read something before going to bed i'll do my last scroll twitter i see this pop up i read it that's exciting god damn it so i roll out of bed right up this fucking new story (laughs) i'm like kind of anyway so i didn't read comics that night because i was too tired by the time i got back to bed anyway playstation has officially announced that the next generation vr psvr2 was never officially used in the blog post but of course it's easier just to say psvr2 uh it will be coming to the ps5 in the blog post tadaki nishino states that the headset won't be coming in 2021 either but sounds like we'll see it uh with the 2022 release set. the way because they're talking about it they said it is a thing it exists we're not talking about it. probably not going to talk it's not coming this year however they did say that dev kits were going out like now like dev kits were heading out to developers now and i guess that's why the blog post went up because if they're sending out if they were sending out dev kits like mailing them out that day then they didn't want that information to just leak when someone leaks a picture of a psvr to dev kit or something like that so instead they just get ahead of the the news cycle they they announce it they send out the dev kits and then like i'm sure a picture of the dev kit will will leak nonetheless but it's not going to be like a oh my god what does this mean you know because they kind of got ahead of the narrative so Uh, The upgrades in the next generation of PlayStation VR will be massive. The headset will include improved resolution, field of view, tracking, and most excitingly, we'll use a single cord to connect to your PS5 for ease of use and quick plug-and-play, I presume. So I'm thinking, A, they never said anything about the camera in this. I'm thinking the camera's actually gone, and thank God. And they don't need the camera. Like, if 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 you're looking at an Oculus or anything like that, any of these other headsets the need of a camera to track lights, that's like, we're well past that point. It's using completely different technology and stuff now. So I'm going to presume slash hope that the PSVR 2 is using similar stuff. And the the fact that they're saying it's one chord plug and play, I think that's perfect. Ooh. I think that is is kind of going to be a game changer for a lot of people who maybe would have played their PSVR currents more if it was a one chord plug and play and it was a lot less of a hassle to set up and these sorts of things. Um, yeah, that, that will be definitely... Uh, you know, no outbox or whatever they call it, nothing like that. I'm going to presume that it'll be plug-and-play USB-C top of your, front of your console. I'm going to assume see, such that, hope.
0: See, I hope so, but on the other hand, that's going to be so so easy to pull out by accident.
1: Depends on the core, depends on the length. Like, it, obviously, if you've got, if it's...
0: Maybe you just lock it into, you've got some sort of clamp system. I don't know. I mean... You like lock it into the PlayStation? If, if, if it's, if, you got all those vents. If it's, lo- if sure if it's it long enough
1: grip. and you've got enough, uh, you know, enough cord that you're never gonna be pulling on the console, then I guess not. But I, I don't know um, because the so the Oculus Link cable that is USB C to USB C PC to headset. So that's another like. Mm-hmm. Plug and play into your PC USB C, so that's why I'm kind of presuming it's going to be that, and that make most most sense. Plus USB C is obviously the fastest uh connection port that we have yep. available on the PS5, so I'd find it weird if they're going to say I know there is fast USB 3.1 slots, or whatever on the back, 3.1 A slots on the back, but that the, the USB slot makes in the most sense. Yeah, and the, it's at the back. It's like if you want to make this thing the best, plug and play in the front one cord. That's the that's the fucking bee's knees. Uh, most importantly, though, of this reveal and the thing that stuck out the most was that they said that PlayStation Move controllers gone Thank Lord, PlayStation himself, that they are going to be gone. Because, boy, God, how long have we been been talking about those PlayStation Move controllers just being absolute shit? Like they are the worst. They they are they are you're eating a dead apple playing those things. Like You just know that they're well past their due date and you're still using it for some reason. Uh, So instead, PlayStation is working on a brand new VR controller that will incorporate some of the critical features of the DualSense. Uh, They didn't say exactly what these were, but of course it's exciting to think that you'll be able to play VR with brand new controllers that are using adaptive triggers, haptic feedback, you know, all that sort of stuff that the DualSense has. I feel like that could add a lot to a vr controller and a lot to the immersion of a game you're playing because i know we haven't had like a heap of experience with that those features on the ps5 currently but with what we have especially in you know the examples most prominent in something like uh, Astro's playroom you go okay well you're playing a uh, you're playing a vr game you're climbing a mountain you, you can feel the dirt you know, like I, I feel like a lot of these examples that people were talking about prior to the PS5 of like you can f- feel the rain and stuff, and we played it and was we like, yeah, you can feel the rain, and it feels really cool when you're playing Astro's Playroom. You can feel the patter, 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 and you're like, that's really cool. You go through the mud, you're like, that feels really cool. But of course, you, you you're sitting there playing in front of your TV. It's not like complete, um you know, like oh, I'm in the game all of a sudden. However, you take all of that that sort of stuff, put it in a in a controller. I think that's the that's the true game changer there. I actually think that all of those features in a controller could be the big thing for this headset, personally. I feel like everything else they're talking about, one chord, plug plug-and-play, cool. Better resolution, all this sort of stuff, everything you'd fucking expect, nothing mind-blowing. I feel like if they want this to compete and be something up there that people are like, oh, I have a PSVR 2 plus an Oculus because the reason will be the controller in, 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 in coordination with the games that are using that controller they'll give you really unique feature, unique games and experiences that uh you just simply cannot get on Oculus or anything like that. So how how do you feel about the news? Uh
0: it's pretty great, <laughs> you know? Uh I don't expect it to be here anytime soon, but you know. Uh you know, we can finally put those move controls to the west. You know, it's a pro- it's crazy that they survived uh, the entire PS4 life cycle. Technically, it's
1: still part of this uh, life cycle because you have to use them to play your PSVR on your PS5. So, yeah, but there's no
0: PS5 VR games. Uh, so technically yeah, guess, just yeah, yeah. PS4 mm-hmm. games. Uh, but yeah, you know, sooner the better, but you know, it's probably going to be a while away. Uh, I don't expect it to be. I mean, the the one cord is like a massive simplification of the system. It'll make it so much easier. If you don't need to use a camera, This going to be a massive plus as well. Um, yeah. Just to, it doesn't need to be like. I don't think we're going to get sixty frames per second four K for the headset, Uh but you know enough that it's uh at a reasonable price and most people it'll be easier for people to get it into VR.
1: If I had to guess slash hope without going crazy, I would I would expect the PSVR two when it's released to be as good like visually and like f- tech features wise as good as the oculus quest 2 which is what's out currently
0: well it has to yes it has to at yes, least yes that.
1: exactly that's you
0: know. honestly it needs to be better because it'll be out two years after at least mm-hmm. uh and you would assume quest 3 would be around the corner
1: possibly yeah i feel like they can get away with some t- technical limitations because they're like well it's a lot cheaper you only need a console because yeah. that was a lot of thing they sold the original like it's a lot cheaper. It doesn't cost you a thousand dollars if you're on a PlayStation. It's it's a cheaper investment way to get into VR, and you know it was like five hundred dollars or whatever. But it was like half the price of, especially because you needed a like three thousand dollar PC as well. So the the, pr- the price difference was a valid point, and will continue to be a valid point because you still obviously need um really good PC to play like Steam VR. However, their main competition is Oculus. And it's the Oculus Quest because, you know, if anyone's asking me now, what what should I get to play VR? My answer is going to be, well, you should get an Oculus Quest 2 because it's like $600. It has no cables. It has really great games on it. The controllers are really good. Visually, it looks fantastic. It's cheaper than the original headset. Somehow, I'm still shocked by all of this. So much better, you know. So they, they really need to be able to fight with the Oculus Quest 2 to play in the VR space. And I guess the other thing, like, move controls gone, great. One, one cord cable, great. Number one thing, though, they need to announce a lot. When they officially announce this at, in a state of play or whatever, you know, when they officially show us what it looks like and whatever, they need to really set the nail and head in that, in that conference, in that state of play where they go, here are all the games coming, launch day, launch year, whatever. Like, and a bunch of them need to be PlayStation, uh, devs or, co-branded de- you know like they really need to shove some support behind this thing because i know we've talked about on here before how playstation as much as shuhei was like we're treating this like a another console we're gonna treat it that way it's it's important to us blah, blah 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 it seemed like that at launch it seemed like that maybe for the first year but they kind of it really lost to the side and, and maybe you could be like well that's because the ps5 like and they had to switch their focus and i guess to a degree you can understand it but that there really was nothing for PSVR. Like once Iron Man released, it was like, what the fuck? What, what does anyone who's excited about PSVR get excited about? And it's like, there's nothing. And yeah. there's going to be nothing for this entire year. Cause there's no way they're going to continue releasing PSVR new games. So they've, I think they fucked it a little bit because they've got no games coming. They're not going to announce any games. They've got this coming. I, I'm going to say next year. Cause dev kids are out now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this will come out next year. Probably mid to late, mid earliest, more likely late next year, about Christmas time or whatever. Uh, but yeah, they, they kind of fucked it because any momentum or stuff they had from PSVR to go into a PSVR 2, it feels like they're just going to be starting again. You know, they have to kind of start the the cycle in marketing and explanation as to why you'd buy PSVR 2 like they never even had a first one. Yeah, so we shall see though. And I'll do it this week's episode. Mm of platinum explosion the penultimate episode of i mean our run to 200 200, yeah i was like thinking of the proper (laughs) wording uh yeah again once again just quickly 8 p.m australian daylight time twitch.tv slash explosion network monday the 8th of march that's next monday uh, or this upcoming monday after this comes out wednesday of course um a couple days away really in the scheme of things it's just yeah. solely a couple days ago join me 8 p.m half an hour hopefully ending death stranding but if not failing horror been getting upset and turning into a joke but we'll, we'll see how it goes 8 30 show kicks off talking about news talking about some topics who knows just having the time come along and just say hi celebrate of course if you can't make it fully understand a lot of times people are like we'd like to have been there i have kids i have a job i wanted to eat it's fucking time zones i don't whatever join us if you can if you can't of course the, the youtube video will be up uh as regular time on wednesday the audio version will be up as a regular time next week's episode wednesday but 200 podcasts i feel like is a pretty big milestone most a lot of sometimes people hit 100 pretty good a lot of people don't hit 200 so come give us a pat come give us a say a lot pat yeah fuck it, we're, at, we're, we're we're cute little doggies yeah. look at us go <laughs> <laughs> do what you need to do um and of course you can let us know any comments uh questions topics you'd like us to discuss uh next week that'd be cool you can do that either by tweeting at us you can find all the twitters exposure.com slash twitter or you can go to our discord as i mentioned before exposure.com slash discord to join our discord and drop some questions topics those sort of stuff in there um and if you'd like to chuck us a donation ahead of next week's episode 200 and be like hey here's a couple dollars for reaching 200 thank you putting out the podcast we appreciate it but that'd be great you can do that by heading to exposure network.com support that'll take you to our ko-fi page where you could do that and we would much appreciate that until next week i have a few more trophies then and i'll be earning a, a platinum so remember that every trophy counts. hey don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening and you can drop a review if you can Find more great shows like this and more content over at explosionnetwork.com and please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our Ko-fi page by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash support. Thanks for listening.